Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. And once again, that is the sound of rock cracking as we get closer and closer to November. We, we hear it loud and clear. Rock splitting politics is going on. And you're listening to the show. You'll need to know that we'll tell you some things you won't hear anywhere else. Right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And... I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We're glad to have you. Got a lot of new people listening because of the election coming up in November. And last week we had the Democratic National uh, Committee. They had their uh, the DNC meeting to, to, to nominate uh, Joe Biden to be the, their nominee for running for President of the United States for the Democratic Party. And this week, Donald Trump is being renominated by the Republican National Committee. And... You're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, so I can give you some insight that you won't hear anywhere else. And we got a lot to go over. We got some clips from Joe Biden's acceptance speech. We're going to be going over those. Before we jump into that, I'll tell you that I was picked to be an uh, alternate delegate for the Republican National Convention. I was looking very forward to going to Charlotte. And then when it, things didn't work out at Charlotte, I was looking very forward to going to Jacksonville. And now I'm sitting at home like you and watching things develop on the virtual Republican National Convention. I don't know how it will compare to the Democratic National Convention, but to me it was canned and a sort of dull, the Democratic National Convention, and the outrageous, outrageous lies coming out. We're going to be talking about some of those a little bit later when we get into that clip, uh, the different clips with Joe Biden's acceptance speech. So much we could dig into um, on the entire convention of the Democratic uh, Party last week, but we'll, we'll narrow our focus into the acceptance speech by Joe Biden. Before we get to that, i got to tell you something that, again, you won't hear this if you listen to CNN or MSNBC or just about any mainstream media. But did you know their narrative that the Republicans are out to suppress the vote, don't want votes to be counted, and don't don't want people to go vote? That's absolutely outrageous. And what's even more outrageous is the way the Democratic Party is suppressing the vote in the state of Montana. What am I talking about? Well, just last week, the Democrats worked hard to kick the Green Party off the ballot. And they did that by pressuring petition signers. And it's just direct voter suppression of what the Democratic Party has done. And it's under the 
direction of no doubt senator schumer of new york who so badly wants to take over as leader of the senate from mitch mcconnell that he will ruthlessly go after the green party and it's just absolute voter suppression by the democratic party and yet do you hear it on the mainstream media have you heard this story on cnn and yet it is this is what happened they had uh, early on in the year there were people went out and helped the green party get enough signatures so that the candidates could get on the ballot in montana they had to have so many uh, thousand signatures i don't know how many but some people claimed some of the democrats claimed some republicans helped them get uh, the petition signed i don't know if it's true i don't know but i do know montana it, it's where uh one of the senators now uh senator john tester back in 2012 what he did he gave five hundred thousand dollars to the libertarian candidate to help build up his candidacy so he would figure he would pull some republicans from voting for the Republican candidate that would vote for the Libertarian. And it, I guess it worked because John Tester won by about, uh, I think it was 18,000 votes or so. And, and that's how he won. And so the Democrats know. They, they've, played the, they, they've played the bad guy role. And now they don't want the Republicans to, to uh, help put a Green Party candidate on the ticket because they know it's going to be a class, close vote. And so the Democratic Party is actually participating in voter suppression. They do not want the Green Party on the ballot, and they are they're keeping the Green Party from having anyone to vote for. That's voter suppression. It, and, and the way it was, the Democratic Party actually went to those who signed a petition. Some of the pe people who signed the petition said they knocked on the door, they they called them, they harassed them, sometimes 15, 16, 17, 18, one person said 20 times until he said, well, maybe that's enough. I just, he, so he recanted his petition, and they got enough people to recant to get the Green Party thrown off the ballot. Voter suppression by the Democratic Party. You heard it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I hope that CNN, if they were worthy of any kind of news organization, they would cover the story. But I doubt you ever hear it on CNN or MSNBC. Now, let, let's get to last week's. Um, first off, Joe Biden did a job that nobody thought he would be able to pull off. But he did it by doing something that, well, he didn't do something that everybody that's been elected president in my lifetime that I can remember has done. And at, the, at his nomination speech, he failed to do this. Failed to do this. What, what am I talking about? Well, I'll tell you a little bit later. But I will let you know that Jimmy Carter did it. May, and I know it helped him win. We saw Ronald Reagan do it. We saw uh, George Bush Sr. do it. We saw Bill Clinton do it for sure. And, and George W. Bush, he did it. Barack Obama did it in a special special way they all got elected joe biden did not do it the other night when he gave a speech he maybe gave a little uh a, a little half half part so i'll tell you what i'm talking about 
in a couple minutes. But let's let's get to a clip right here. Take a listen to what Joe Biden said the other last just last week. Give people light. Those are words for our time. The current president has cloaked American darkness for much too long. Too much anger, too much fear, too much division. Here and now, I give you my word. If you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. I'll be an ally of the light, not the darkness. There he goes again. Joe Biden trying to depict everything in black and white. He said, draw on the light and not the darkness. Well, tell me, I think we have a very positive Donald Trump. A very positive President Trump. The people of darkness are those who are complaining they don't have the power. They won't back in power. So they look at everything as being dark. It's dark for their socialist uh, Marxist ideas because they're not getting a light of day under Donald Trump. But the Marxists want power. And so therefore everything they see is dark. For Joe Biden, I'd say take off those sunglasses Take, take off those uh, glasses where you see everything is dark, everything is depressing, and the anger is coming from the Democratic Party. The anger is coming from those who don't have power and want to be in a position of power. It comes from those who have never accepted the 2016 conclusive, thorough whipping by Donald Trump of all the Hillary Clinton supporters. They have not got over the 2016 election. They paint everything in black, and they just want everything to be gloom and doom, depression and darkness, and it doesn't sell to the American people, Joe Biden. The darkness is coming from you. This is not a partisan moment. This must be an American moment. It's a moment that calls for hope and light and love. Hope for our future, light to see our way forward, and love for one another. America isn't just a collection of clashing interests of red states or blue states. We're so much bigger than that. We're so much better than that. Yep, we are so much better than that, Joe Biden. And you said it's not a political moment. Why are the Democratic governors refusing to open up their states? Why is it the Democratic governors who are deciding there's no fall football? Why is it the Democratic governors don't want people to return to work, return to school? They want chaos to ensue. Why is it the Democratic Party that wants everything to be gloom and doom so that you'll have a better chance of getting elected, Joe Biden? Well, I think Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> I think he had uh answer for you let's just look in the second inaugural address at the end words that everybody knows they're carved etched in the uh, stone of the lincoln memorial the entire second uh inaugural address but just at the end listen with malice toward none with charity for all with firmness in the right as god gives us to see the right let us strive on to finish the work we are in, to bind up the nation's wounds, to care for him who shall have borne the battle, or the virus in this case, 
and for his widow and for his orphan to do all that which may achieve and cherish cherish a just and lasting peace and uh, I got I got to tell you Joe Biden <laughs> the reason America is so divided right now is because of you leading the Democratic Party who are that's pushing Marxism and socialism and accepting it and trying to call yourself a moderate trying to call Kamala Harris a moderate when she has the most radical liberal further to the left than Senator Bernie Sanders she's listed as the most liberal Senate in the United States Senate more liberal than Bernie Sanders and here you are saying this shouldn't be nonpartisan, this virus. President Trump was given a very tough assignment to be president. Hadn't had anything like this since the Spanish flu, 1918, 19, those years, over 100 years ago. And yet you criticize his every move, starting when he said shutting down China, and at the very time you, you were saying it was xenophobic. You were saying you were criticizing him, criticizing him, calling him racist for shutting down flights from China. And, and it w didn't stop there throughout the month of February when he was trying to get some things together. And you, you were the one. You mouthed out the words that we didn't need to fear it. It was you. It was you, Joe Biden. Go back and read your own words. Read what you were talking about it. And now you want to blame everything on Donald Trump. It's a tragedy. But it's not a tragedy that Donald Trump put up a task force led by Vice President Pence. And it's amazing what our country did. One thing you said in your speech about the virus. You said, you know, when you got to be president, which God forbid that ever happens, you said that you would never again have China having to depend on China to supply what we needed in personal protective clothing, face masks, and gloves. Well, I tell you what, Mr. President, one reason we didn't have everything in order is because you helped ship everything to China, including our jobs. You had eight years, and you left, uh, you, you left our national uh, warehouses unstocked, not adequate. That's the way you left it. You had eight years, and you left it inadequate. And, and so the blame, if you're going to point a finger, look in a mirror and point at yourself, Joe Biden. Wow, we, we got more to cover. But first, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you. Glad you have. We're glad to have many new listeners around the country because this is a political year. It's a presidential election year, and it's a very big election. We had Newt Gingrich on last month talking about uh, it's the biggest election since 1860. He hadn't seen America so divided. And part of that is because what we're seeing now, the left is so scared if they lose this election, what will happen to the Supreme Court? What will happen to uh, their chances in other ways? And they are going everything all out and if the republicans and the conservatives don't understand how hard the left is going to work to win this election 
and we know they lie, cheat, and steal. We saw, we mentioned what's going on in Montana just so they can get another Senate seat. They want everything. They want statehood for the D District of Columbia. They want two more votes in the Senate. They, they want to make every undocumented per person in the United States. Remember AOC last week when she was at the DMC convention, DNC uh, convention. She was there, and she would talk about health care for all the people of the United States. She never used the word citizen. She knows what she's doing. She wants free health care, citizen status for every undocumented person here in the United States. That's not the way America works. She has freedom of speech, but she needs to come out and say it. She's She is uh, really, really not uh, being fond, uh, fair with the American people when she tries to hide what her real reasons are. But now, then go back to what's going on with uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats. Is they are the deceptive part of what's going on in America. They want power, and therefore they complain, they point, they carry out the evil deeds the deeds of darkness are not coming from donald trump they're coming from these uh looters and the rioters and those who are making chaos and leaving debris leaving uh the the things across uh, these cities where the democrats have been in charge of for decades and complaining about Donald Trump, give me a break. Three and a half years, all he's been in office. He's been a politician. And now Biden, Schumer, Pelosi, all of them been in government over 40 years, and they want to complain and put everything on the shoulders of Donald Trump? Are you kidding me? Wow. But uh, as I said... You're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have our new listeners. And we have a book called Bedrock Truths. You can get that book. I wrote that book with Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarland. And Bedrock Truths is what we need. And that's what we need to base our future choices of who we're going to vote for on, the Bedrock Truths. So get that book. You, if you don't have it yet, you can order it. Go to right on the front page of Web Talk Radio. You'll see uh, the picture of the book cover there, uh, Bedrock Truths. You can click on that. It'll take you to www.docholiday.org. And there you can order the book. Got other books you can look at and order. We'd be glad to get those out to you. So go ahead and do that. And now let's get ready for some more clips of Joe Biden and his uh, uh, his. Uh, speech to accept the nomination for the Democratic Party as their presidential nominee. The president takes no responsibility, refuses to lead, blames others, cozies up to dictators and fans the flames of hate and division. Joe Biden, you should be ashamed of yourself. Can't lead. Who was it that moved the capital from Tel Aviv in Israel to the uh, to the heart of the homeland of Israel for centuries, Jerusalem. It was Donald Trump. 
other people promised they would and never did it, but Donald Trump did. You talk about leadership and tough times and people saying, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. He did it. Just what he did last uh, a couple of weeks ago with the UAE and Israel signing an acknowledgement of Israel's right to exist. Groundbreaking, breathtaking action in the Middle East. You wouldn't have heard about it if you listened to CNN or MSNBC because it's such good news. It wasn't fake news. They couldn't use it, I guess. But you say Donald Trump's not leading when he, we had the best economy we've ever had. Jobs were being multiplied over and over, much more so than anything that happened, uh, the growth that happened under the Obama-Biden administration. And yet until the coronavirus came, had the lowest unemployment numbers ever for African Americans, for Asian Americans, for Hispanics. That is something to be proud of, something that shows what Donald Trump is doing to lead and what disgusted me on Joe Biden. We've talked about it on the show before. He brought up this whole thing about Charlottesville and talked about the white supremacist and torches and saying it looked like Nazism, anti-Semitism. And then he says Donald Trump said they're good people. It this never happened. And Donald Trump was asked about that, and he said, no, he condemned the white nationalists. He condemned them. And yet the news media and Joe Biden keeps telling this lie over and over again because just like the Nazi propaganda, I guess they think they say it over and over, but it is wrong, it is horrible, and that is baiting people, that is calling out people for racism and making uh, making false statements so that people will be inflamed. It's Joe Biden that's inflaming people and the Democratic Party and the mainstream media that's inflaming people when they say Donald Trump called the white nationalists fine people. And that is a lie. It is a lie. And people are perpetuating that lie. And the people who do are gossiping, false rumors. It's a sin, and there's people who claim to be Christians, claim that they, they, they don't want to do gossip, and yet they're gossiping lies that have been proven not true, and they can keep carrying it forward because they want to carry the weight of the darkness. Now, who's the darkness, Joe Biden or President Trump? Is President Trump perfect? No, absolutely not. But to perpetuate lies about what happened at Charlottesville and then say President Trump called the uh, white nationalists there fine people. He didn't. We've been over on this show. There were people there who were using their constitutional rights to peacefully protest. And we hear all the people saying it's okay to peacefully protest now when they go into looting and rioting. But there they were going to peacefully protest the removal of the statue of Robert E. Lee. There were a lot of fine people there before the white nationalists showed up. And yet CNN and other news organizations showed up pictures of the white nationalists who, I mean, who knows who they were? Who paid them to do that? Was it white nationalists or was it actors? Who knows? But that's not who Donald Trump was talking about when he said they were fine people on both sides. 
and the media know it. They know they're pushing hate. They're wanting to divide, and they're pushing hate. And it's time for that to stop. American people need to know the truth. And Joe Biden should be ashamed of himself because he's been corrected. He knows the truth. And so does the Democratic Party. And it's time to stop telling lies and telling gossip. Donald Trump, he specifically said he was not talking about the white nationalist. How many times does somebody have to be corrected on a mistake? And when they're corrected and keep using it, is that abusive? Absolutely. Is it divisive? Absolutely. Is it right? It is not right. Is it the darkness? And we need to shine a light on the darkness of the Democratic Party and the lies that they're telling. And the people who are participating are participating in gossip and lies and spreading untruths. And that's not a very, uh, it's not a very moral or honorable thing to do. Somebody has some, uh, needs to ask for forgiveness. Somebody needs to correct. And if they've been spreading the lies, they need to own up to it. Say, I'm sorry. I didn't understand that President Trump had said that he was not talking about the white nationalist. You know, the truth always helps. Confession's a pretty good thing. If you've been misled, let people know you've been misled and help correct the uh, misrepresentation of what Donald Trump said. Now, let, let me let's, listen to this clip right here, and then we'll finish up the show. I'm glad that everybody's listening in, and I got this one last clip we got to get to. So much more we could do, but let me get this last clip, and let's talk about it. May history be able to say that the end of this chapter of American darkness began here tonight. That's right, Joe. I hope it begins tonight when people recognize that you need to be defeated. Donald Trump needs four more years, and that's when darkness will lose because you are bringing the darkness, the division, and the absolute chaos into the American cities and American streets. Stop it. Let's get Trump reelected here. As love and hope and light join in the battle for the soul of the nation. And this is a battle we will win and we'll do it together. I promise you. Thank you and may God bless you and may God protect our troops. Where is God bless America? I'm glad he blessed us and may God bless you. And I'm glad he said God protect our troops. Amen to that. But where is God bless America? Did he forget that? Or does he not want God to bless the entire country, our entire nation. God bless America. I'll add it for him. So now, the speech is ended. He gave his very best. And I will say, I, he did a much better job. There's some people speculating, was it live? Or did he have clips put together? I don't know. But I will say, for Joe Biden, he did a good speech. But what he said was proliferating lies like the Charlottesville in Virginia and said that President Trump had called these white nationalists fine people. He never said that. You're using a lie in your acceptance speech. But it went worse than that when he talks about the darkness. Where does the darkness come from? It comes from the lies. It comes from the depression. It comes from 
people talking about the virus like everything is Donald Trump's fault. Absolutely not. We are in some dark times trying to get over this virus. But things are looking up. And it's not by the help of the Democratic Party, that's for sure. The one thing I'm going to do on ending the show, the Never Trumpers. These people like John Kasich, who ran for president, on the, wanted to be the Republican nominee, signed a document saying he would support whoever the Republican nominee was. The reason he signed that, the reason everybody had to sign that is because they didn't think Donald Trump would stick with the Republicans and he may kick out and run as an independent. So they made everybody sign a document. Everybody there was going to have to support whoever the Republican nominee was. John Kasich, you dishonored your signature. You are dishonorable in what you're doing. And what's happened with all these never-Trumpers, they said they didn't like President Trump after he won in 2016. They didn't support him. And because of pride, among other things, but they have so much pride in their own thoughts that they disregard the fact that the American people elected Donald Trump. And so many of the never-Trumpers fell right in with the Russian hoax. Fell right into it. And now they, they don't ask, say, oh, I'm sorry. They don't say I made a mistake, that I fell in for the Russian hoax. And now, can you believe these people who still call themselves Republicans, they hate Trump so much. They hate him so much. They hate him more than they love America. Who wants to see Marxists and socialists take over this country and say, oh, well, Joe Biden won't let that happen? That's balderdash. Joe Biden is a danger if he ever gets into the White House because we don't know who controls him. Don't tell me he's moderate when he, for years and decades, stood up for the Hyde Amendment so that federal dollars wouldn't go for abortion, and then he backtracked on that. Which way is he going? He's going to the left. He's going toward the socialist and the Marxist even. Even the Marxist. Just ask AOC how much she plans on getting her agenda under a President Biden. It's scary, folks. It is scary, and I hope that the Republicans get their act together and I hope, as Newt Gingrich said, that the Democratic National uh, Convention was just the high watermark. And from there, I hope Donald Trump triumphantly is reelected and spreads the good news of America first across our country nationwide, everywhere. And we can stop the chaos and stop the depressive maniacs who keep wanting chaos and darkness. The light is getting Donald Trump reelected. So go to the light and let's get this done and work hard and work like we're 10 points behind. We may be. I don't really think we are, but we got to work like that. Make sure everybody gets to the ballot, gets to the polls, the vote, or mail in, or however it is in your state. But get some people who have never registered before, say our country depends on it, get out and vote for Donald Trump. Get people registered now. Do it now. And we'll see you next week for another uh, round of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. 
and we'll t talk about the Republican National Convention. We'll see how it goes. Talk to you then. And Joe Biden won't say it, but Doc Holliday will. God bless America. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.